Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to according to Mark. Herod was the one who had John the Baptist arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother, Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed. Yet he liked to listen to him. She had an opportunity one day when Herod on his birthday gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. Herodias' own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask of me whatever you wish and I will grant it to you. He even swore many times to her, I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said, she went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? She replied, the head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request. I want you to give me at once on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl in turn gave it to her mother. And when his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends, what does MC, the initials MC, the popular one, what does it stand for? MC. I didn't hear that. Master of Ceremonies, yes. 
But today, I want to come with my own MC. And the MC in our context right now is modern Christians. Modern Christians, MC, modern Christians. If we heard the gospel acclamation well, and indeed all the readings, it said, blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 5, verse 10. Modern Christians today, today's Christians, we don't want to be persecuted. We don't want to be disturbed. We want to live so-called comfortable life. We don't want to stir the waters. We keep saying, let sleeping dogs lie. We don't want to disturb anybody. But dear friends, the very fact that you and I profess to be Christian by our nature, we are supposed to cause trouble. I will explain. Holy trouble by our nature. You see, the problems we have in the world today is because we Christians are failing to live up to what Jesus or God expects us to live. Remember, you are the light of the world. You are light of the world, not light of your family, not light of your community, not light of the United States, but light of the world. The whole world is supposed to see our light. If there is still darkness in the world, it's because Christians are failing to shine. It's a contradiction. How can light be in a place and there will be darkness? Light and darkness cannot cohabit. Light will always overcome darkness. The presence of light automatically dispels darkness. So if there are shades of darkness in our communities, in our workplaces, in our country, wherever we find ourselves, it is a contradiction to our, our Christian life. Friends, think about it. Look at what the gospel says. Are we saying, look, Herod organized a party, a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. All these men were seated. You know, you wouldn't invite somebody to your banquet if you are not acquainted to the person and if that person doesn't know you. Somehow, the person would know you or you know each other, somehow. So this suggests all the invited guests to Herod's party or banquet were aware of the situation in which Herod was living. They knew he was married to his brother's wife. He snatched the brother's wife. And they were all seated there and smiling. None of them ever dared to tell him in the face that what he did was wrong, except John the Baptist. These invited guests are like many Christians today, the modern Christians. We see things going wrong, we pretend, we behave like the ostrich. And that is why things are not working out. Think about it. But John the Baptist is a challenge to you and I, and the church is calling on you and I to rise up. God is calling you and I to rise up and be like John the Baptist. Speak out. We must rise up and let our light shine. That is what it means to be a Christian. Friends, 
you cannot be a christian and be in an organization or working in a place and there will be things there will be fishy things going on there are fishy things that shades of darkness and you are there no you must speak out but the good news or the the the, 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 the interesting thing is that when you speak out they will not like you they will persecute you and because we don't want to be persecuted more than christians we keep quiet look at what happened the letter saint paul wrote in the first reading he says we instruct you brothers and sisters in the name of our lord jesus christ to shun any brother who walks in a disorderly way and not according to the tradition they receive from us imitate us but shun all those walk away from all those who are doing things wrongly that is the admonition of saint paul this letter was to be read in the church of, Thess of, 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 of in the church of thessalonica do you think that those who were not doing the right thing and those whose attitude the letter was addressing you think they would like saint paul if they don't want to change you think they would they, they, they would like St. Paul? No. But St. Paul was not scared. He knew there were people among them who were lazy, busy bodying themselves and interfering in everyone else's and failing to do what was right. And St. Paul rose up and addressed it. It is obvious that if those people wanted to remain in that state, they would not like St. Paul. But St. Paul was not scared. He still went ahead and wrote that letter. Modern Christians are keeping quiet and the world is misbehaving. They are doing all kinds of nonsense and we are keeping quiet. How many Christians do we have in our parliaments today? Are they real Christians? I can dare say if you have one sincere Christian in the parliament, they can turn things around. I'm waiting for that day where a true Christian in parliament will even stand against his own government and speak the truth and stand for the faith that is what john the baptist did and that is what we are called to do as christians friends that is our calling look the trouble of john the baptist started even when he was in the mother's womb think about it do we know what it means to be a christian in the creed we profess every time i believe in what the holy spirit and by virtue of our baptism, we're baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Friends, anyone who doesn't want trouble cannot be a true Christian. And anyone who doesn't want trouble never ask the Holy Spirit to use you. But if you submit yourself to be baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and you profess the creed that you believe in the Holy Spirit, it truly means that you believe and you are prepared to go through trouble. Because Jesus says in John 16 verse 33, anyone who believes in me will have trouble in this world. Anyone who believes in me said in this world, you my disciples, you my followers, anyone who pronounces to be a Christian in this world, you will have trouble. What does that mean? Persecution. Not because we will go and do bad things, no, but because you will stand for the truth. Look, the truth by its nature will bring conflict. Unless we don't want, we are compromising. Think about it. 
anyone who wants to live a godly life in union with Christ Jesus will be persecuted. 2 Timothy 3 verse 12. Anyone. And that is what we are called to do as Christians. Anyone who wants to live a godly life. What does that mean? Anyone who wants to live truly as a Christian. That is what it means. So the call to be a Christian, the call to be baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit is baptism into trouble. That is it. So any Christian who has no trouble in this respect is not living the Christian life to the full. Maybe you are compromising. That is the truth. Think about it. Anyone who wants to live like Jesus, whatever they did to Jesus, they will do to you. Unless you are not following Jesus. But friends, we are called to follow Jesus. John the Baptist in Luke chapter 1 verse 15 received the Holy Spirit even in the mother's womb. Luke 1 15 and Luke 1 41. John the Baptist. And that was the beginning of his trouble. And because the Holy Spirit was active and alive in him, he could not see wrong and pretend. He could not see white and say it is black. And vice versa. But modern Christians today, we don't want trouble. That is why we are suffering. Friends, the persecution that comes from following Jesus is a blessing. Jesus says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What is the kingdom of heaven? It is peace. It is joy. It is righteousness. It is fulfillment. Many Christians, many of us today are not happy, we are not joyful because we are failing to do what we are supposed to do. If a taxi, a car, is failing to behave like a car and wants to behave like an aeroplane, it will be frustrated in life. Think about it. The car is not meant to fly. If it wants to fly, it will be disgraced. If it advertises and says, I am a plane, and they can't, you, it cannot fly. The Christian, by our nature, we are supposed to cause trouble. And so, because we are not doing what we are supposed to do, we are getting frustrated. Trouble, holy trouble. Jesus says, I have not come for peace. I have come to bring trouble. Because of me, a father and a son will be divided. A mother and a daughter will be divided. Why? Because of the truth. Because of the truth. St. John the Baptist stood for the truth. And friends, God is always for us. Anyone who stands for the truth, God will bless you. Think about it. Why did God allow John the Baptist to die? Sometimes we may say, friends, God wanted to teach us a lesson that it is worth dying for the truth. Not that God couldn't prevent him. Not, God, not that God couldn't protect him. God could have protected him. God could have done it. But he wanted to teach us a lesson that it is worth dying for the truth. That is what Jesus wanted to teach us. That is why God allowed John the Baptist to die. Modern Christians today, let us change our attitude. The responsorial psalm said, Blessed are you who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways. Happy are those who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways. What does it mean to fear the Lord? Proverbs 8 verse 13. 
To fear the Lord is to hate evil. To fear the Lord is to hate wrong. And that's what it means. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Happy are those who fear the Lord. We can never be truly happy. We can never be truly blessed unless we hate evil. And that is precisely what John the Baptist did. And that is what St. Paul is admonishing the church of Thessalonica and us today, he's admonishing us to do. Walk away. Don't tolerate evil, he says. Don't tolerate evil. That is our calling as Christians. In this world, we will have trouble. Anyone who doesn't want trouble, don't ask the Holy Spirit to, lead, to, to, to use you. If you don't want trouble in your life, don't profess the creed every Sunday. Don't profess the creed. Feast days and solemnities, the creed, we profess it on solemnities and, uh, and Sundays. If you don't want trouble, don't profess the creed. Else you are, we are pretending. Because in the creed, we get there and say, I believe in the Holy Spirit. And if one truly believes in the Holy Spirit, think about it. Look at Peter and the disciples. Initially, they were afraid. They were afraid. They were hiding. But when they received the Holy Spirit, what happened? They came out and they dared the people. They dared the kings and the rulers of Israel because they were now filled with the Holy Spirit. Some few days now, Jesus, all the readings, Jesus keeps telling the Pharisees, Woe to you! Woe to you! Woe to you, Pharisees and scribes! Why? He could not tolerate their evil. Today, modern Christians, we are in the same bed with evil and we are smiling and pretending that nothing is happening. No wonder Mahatma Gandhi said, I love Christ, but I hate Christians because the Christians are so very unlike Christ. But friends, we are called to be other Christ. You are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. Let us rise with the grace of God or by the grace of God. Wherever we find ourselves, friends, no one can do you anything. God is for you. If God is for you, who can be against you? If God is for us, who can be against us? Friends, if we want to be truly happy and joyful and fulfilled as Christians, let us sincerely walk as Jesus walked. Let us sincerely ask Jesus to help us to be like him. That is what it means to be a Christian. John the Baptist did exactly that. But remember, when he did that, we are told, Herodias harbored a grudge against him in her heart. We don't want to hurt anybody as Christians, friends. But if you want to walk in the light, you will hurt somebody. Those who don't want the light, definitely when you flash your light there, they will hurt you. Anyone who wants to live a godly life, 2 Timothy 3, 12, will be persecuted. And Jesus says, in this world, you will have trouble. If you have no trouble, check your life and pray for trouble. That is going to be a true sign that you are living the Christian life. Let's take our song. Lord, prepare me. That is a prayer. Pray that prayer. That we will be true sanctuaries where the Holy Spirit will dwell. And that wherever we go, indeed, we will cause trouble 
holy trouble, necessary trouble, the trouble that will bring transformation, that will bring true peace and joy in our hearts and in our communities and in the world. your voice. 